0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. There are questions about the lack of urgency in issuing an Amber Alert after twin five-month-old babies were abducted as their mother's car was stolen in Columbus on Monday night. ONN's Amy Steigerwald has the story. Columbus police first learned about the missing twins at 945 on Monday night. However, the first Amber Alert from State Highway Patrol, it didn't go out until 1.37 a.m. on Tuesday morning, nearly four hours later. CPD officials say there was initial confusion about if this was a true Amber Alert or a missing endangered child, which is why it took four hours to do that. On top of that, Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryant says she did not know about the incident until hours after it was reported, which is now being handled internally. And that's just the reality. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, but that doesn't mean that the team wasn't doing the work. In Columbus, Amy Suggerwald. In Northeast Ohio's Geauga County Monday night, a high-speed police chase led to discovery of another crime. ONN's Lydia Aspara in Cleveland reports on where those cars were stolen and what happened next. Junction Auto in Munson. The thieves drove the car right out the front door and onto the road, but there was no way any of the drivers would be caught. Missing from the dealership's sports cars. The dealership tells 3 News there are cameras all around the showroom. Police have that tape. Drivers in the stolen car exceeded speeds of 100 miles an hour. And that's when Chesterton police called off the chase. Indiaga County, Lydia Sparra. 42 dogs were recovered from a home in Lakewood, west of Cleveland, Monday afternoon after numerous complaints by neighbors. ONN's Laura Caso has more with Lakewood Police Captain Gary Stone. Police tell us the home was not in livable conditions for the dogs or for people. The dogs were rescued and we are told now they are left in limbo. We cannot release them to foster homes or anything until a legal decision has been made about that because they're still the property of the, uh, the owner. So what's next here? Well, the court will begin a decision process within 10 days to decide if the dogs will stay within the current owner or if they'll be put up for adoption. I'm Laura Queso. Gun violence in the city of Toledo is now a public health crisis. ONN's Melissa Andrews reports on a new resolution from city leaders. City council unanimously passed that resolution. The council says the city will now be able to get more grants and funding to help fight mental health problems and environmental issues that lead to gun violence. More people were killed this year than any other except last year, so council members think this resolution is necessary. Toledo's mayor also updated the search for a new police chief. He hopes to interview candidates in mid-January, selecting someone by the end of January and have that person in office by March 1st. Chief George Kral retires the first of the year. I'm Melissa Andrews. A Cleveland Clinic doctor has been fired after he was accused of sexually assaulting three patients during exams. ONN's Russ Mitchell has more. 60-year-old Omar Massad of Westlake has been charged with three counts each of gross sexual imposition and kidnapping. The clinic issued a statement saying it's committed to protecting patients from inappropriate behavior and will not tolerate misconduct. I'm Russ Mitchell. Columbus Public Health Commissioner Dr. Mashika Roberts addressed vaccine hesitancy specifically related to measles. Dr. Roberts was asked for reasons that parents give for not vaccinating their children. Many regret not getting their child vaccinated, um, but they put it off because of their concern for autism. They have no no reason that vaccines should become a political issue. Vaccines are science. They're public health. And, there, and science and public health should be apolitical. The measles outbreak in central Ohio now stands at more than 80 cases. Humans are not the only ones feeling under the weather this flu season. ONN senior health correspondent Monica Robbins says dogs actually have their own strain of the flu. Veterinarians across the U.S. are keeping a close eye on respiratory illnesses and canine influenza. It is highly contagious and spread from dog to dog. Symptoms include coughing, fever, refusal to eat, and sneezing. If you notice changes in your dog's gum color, if they cannot catch their breath, get them to the vet right away. Fortunately, most cases are mild and can subside within a week or so. I'm Monica Robbins. The CDC says that worldwide there has not been a single reported case of human infection with the canine influenza virus. A popular Toledo entertainment destination may soon have to deal with hundreds of striking workers. ONN's Tim Miller reports. A strike deadline is looming as negotiations continue between the owner of Hollywood Casino and about 400 union workers. Those employees have been working under a contract extension since the beginning of the month. Union negotiators say they will not comment on a potential strike because they're committed now to negotiating with the casino. Strike deadline Thursday at midnight. I'm Tim Miller. First Energy says the company is preparing for possible storm damage to power lines with that threat of severe winter weather over the next few days. ONN's Jeff Smith has more. The company says its utility workers are ready to fix any potential power outages that could happen, and there are additional crews on standby. For this upcoming storm, the company says the concern is with the potential for sustained high winds. If your power does go out, customers should call First Energy first to report it, they say. I'm Jeff Smith. With extreme cold and winter conditions in the forecast, there's concern for some of Ohio's most vulnerable residents. ONN's Tatiana Cash reports on programs that are available to help the elderly stay warm and safe. Mother Nature is something no one can control, but everyone should be prepared for. Area Office on Aging Vice President Justin Moore says between the weather and holiday stresses, senior citizens should definitely ask for help. And the office is doing its part by giving away more than 2,200 meals. So this is a challenging time of year, especially if they have a deceased loved one that they might have been depending on for income and the like. And a lot of times because of pride, older adults will just kind of go without. Um, so we want to make sure that they're not in that awkward situation of not having a meal to eat. Tatiana Cash, Prince Toledo. And a popular holiday attraction in southwest Ohio is taking a snow day on Friday. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. Too much winter for Winterfest. Kings Island shared this update saying its Winterfest will not be open because of the winter storm. We should note they will still be open today, tomorrow, and then back open after the holiday on Monday because the holiday cheer can continue then. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WKYC tv in Cleveland, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.